Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zuck. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. And of course, you know, I always like to start with a marketing tip of the day, self-care tip, and then of course, share about my amazing guest. So um, marketing tip of the day. Um, well, I'm actually really excited to share that I started this little preferred vendor group um, because I'm networking a lot and constantly referring people. And um, there is so much power in really finding a community that will help you grow. Um, and I'm all about expansion and creating access for people because I found when I started my business, you know, I didn't have a lot of access. I mean, I literally started not knowing anybody. And so I wanted to break the mold um, for other people to not have as hard of a time as I did to grow their business through marketing, to get connections, to uplevel their expansion of their business or professionally or personally, I mean, because I just said professionally. Uh, so that's my marketing tip of the day. Um, Really do some investing in time into your marketing plan, um, whether that's joining different community groups or investing in some sort of expert um, strategist who really, really can help you see your vision come to life. Um, because I really, I'm, I'm really big, and I probably said this on numerous podcasts before, but there is so much value in passing off what's not your expertise to someone who is an expert. And we all can't be great at everything because that's just the way life is like we're, we all have our own individual strengths and let people help you like there's so much power in asking for help. So I kind of think that's a little bit of a combo of self-care and marketing today because um, I'm just learning more and more as I continue to network virtually. And, uh, you know, obviously in the world today, we are in not as many people are networking in person right now, but join virtual networking groups and join different communities and figure out, you know, like, I don't even think it's the word figuring out. It's just like, just continue to put yourself out there because there is so much value now in meeting people online that you probably never would have met otherwise. So don't be afraid, take the jump. And I promise it'll be worth it on the other end of it. You just, you have to do a little bit of the work to really see the results. Also, I hope you guys are enjoying the magazine. I know they just came out last week. It is so exciting. The stars, some of the amazing stars from Selling Sunset are on our cover, Mary, Amanda, and Jason. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our podcast series with them as well. And also this rock star that I'm interviewing today is also in the magazine, Nikki Haskell. She is one amazing pop culture historian. She has a new product on the market called Star Shooters. And and she was one, uh, well, she was the first woman talk show host on cable. Um, and she has done so many amazing things breaking the mold for women. So I am really excited for all you guys to get to know her. She is one amazing woman really changing the world. And now she has different series and documentaries she's doing and even more amazing stuff and inventions she's created. So stay tuned for the amazing Nikki Haskell. <laughs> The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene. I am so excited to be here with the amazing pop culture historian, Nikki Haskell herself. Hi, Nikki. How are you today? Hi, how are you? Where are you? I'm in Boston. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm in Los Angeles. I know. 
How is it out there right now? I know you said it was a little cloudier today. It was a little cloudy. We have, you know, you get so spoiled out here because it's 90 degrees every day. It's sunny. So if it gets a little, if it gets a little, you know, cloudy, people get crazy. It's true. It's so true. It's so funny. People get spoiled. That's what happens. Totally. Yeah. Um, well, in Boston, it's cold. It's like 50 degrees today. So I'm envious of anything. That's I'm going back to New York next week. So I guess. Are I you? Yeah. That's exciting. So please um, share with my audience, you know, like how did you fall into the world of like entrepreneurship, being a talk show host? I know you have an awesome stockbroker background. So tell us, first of all, what inspired you to jump and like start your own thing? Well, you know, I, w- I was born in Chicago and brought up in Beverly Hills. And uh, I came from an era when women basically, you know, didn't really, weren't that work oriented. None of my friends ever worked. They got married and had children, and which is what I planned on doing. And so I was never really prepared for the real world, so to speak. I was just going to, you know, get married and have children live happily ever after. So I got married and divorced. And that in the interim there, I, I became a stockbroker. I mean, a real estate broker. My husband was in the real estate business. And I was married and divorced twice to the same person. So the first time that I got divorced, I took $18,000 and ran it into $2 million in the market. Amazing. And I remarried my ex-husband and we moved to New York. And he said to me one day, why don't you get a job? And I thought, why would I want to get a job? But anyway, I thought, well, you know, I was really sort of not qualified to do anything. So I thought, well, you know, I made so much money in the market, maybe I should become a stockbroker. So I called a friend of mine whose father owned a brokerage firm. And I went down and I met with him. I remember going down to Wall Street and seeing all the big buildings and the whole stock exchange and everything. I thought, wow, I'm here. So he said, okay, you know, we'll make you a stockbroker. So I had to go to school. I had to go to the New York Institute of Finance. And so I trained for six months and I passed the test. And I moved to a bigger firm, Drexel Burnham. And I was a stockbroker for 10 years which was one of the great experiences of all times, aside from the fact that I, unbeknownst to me, was really sort of opening the door and paving the way for women of today. I was really uh, adjusting my life to a point where it gave me so much. It sort of grounded me in a way. It taught me about finance. It taught me about the economy, things that I was, I was all used to going shopping. So I never do about <laughs> any of these things, you know. Right, but right. I think it's really important in today's world that, you know, you know, knowledge is king. The more you know, the better it is. So the fact that I was so successful at what I did really gave me a backbone to uh, learn a lot of other things as far as business was concerned. So when I quit being a stockbroker, I did that for 10 years. I go, well, what am I going to do now? Because I was like underqualified, overqualified. Because during that period of time, when I was a broker, I made a lot of money. And there was really no jobs available. Then Prince Egon von Furstenberg came to me and said that he was doing a celebrity interview show. And he wanted me to be the co-host of the show. So we met the people, we contracted, and I went off to the south of France and I was so excited about the show because I had never really thought about myself being on television. But then again, I, you know, why not? Right. You know, why not? I love it. Yeah. Well, because, you know, when, when, I, when I grew up and, and up until recently, there were sort of standards. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. You couldn't go there. You could, but once reality television shows came in, you could basically do whatever you want. If you wanted to do it, you could do it. So we started the show. Then Aegon decided he didn't want to do the show. So they made it my show. And he was my co-host. 
And I wanted to shoot it on location and they wanted to shoot it in a studio and I wanted to shoot it at Studio 54. Yep, I remember. So I convinced them to let me do the first show from Studio 54, which was very fortuitous because, you know, studio was only open for uh, 42 months. I always had a, a... I always had a feeling about things. I always overdid everything because I knew one day it was going to be gone and, you know, I wasn't going to get to go to studio anymore. So I always overdid it. And the show was great. I ended up doing the whole thing by myself. So I shot, produced, hosted and edited close to 300 episodes that were shot from all over the world. And they're now on Amazon Prime which is such a reward for me to be able to pick up my iPhone and go into Amazon Prime and see my old shows, my interviews with Andy Warhol and Tony Curtis and uh, Donald Trump. I was the first person to ever interview Donald Trump. And subsequently, I've done over 25 documentaries where they license my footage. So who knew then? You know, you never know what you do at one point in your life that's going to live forever. I mean, who would have ever thought? People kept saying, why don't you just throw all these tapes out? So the show became, it sort of like evolved by itself. The way that I paid for the show was the clubs used to hire me a a Friday night and I would give a big party with Aegon and then it would be the movie premieres or birthday parties or book parties, whatever it was. So every Friday night we gave a you know, Valentine's Day, eat your heart out. We, we, we started with this club because studio had closed by then. Mm-hmm. And so I, we started doing it in this club called The Underground. And I was very fortunate. First of all, there wasn't anybody on air except me. And it was, it was such an arcade. They didn't even have a cable guide. You couldn't even find it. You, you just had to sort of like find the show, you know? So I had the show on four times a week at four different times. And I did three shows a month. And then the fourth, I took the best interviews and put them together and made sort of like a compilation. And the show was very, very successful. Um, I was very lucky. Pan Am became my sponsor and they gave me free tickets to go everywhere. So So just, I never made any money, but I sure had a lot of fun because I put, I was the first person to put fashion on television. So a lot of the designers gave me their collections. We shot at restaurants they comped everything. I used the limousine service. I, they called me the queen of comps, actually. I love it. Yeah, the New York <laughs> Magazine. That's the, New York, the New York Magazine wrote an article called the queen of comps. That's amazing. About, so I got everything for free, but I didn't get paid. <laughs> you know, remember paid. Paid's mm-hmm. an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. So at, in sort of in the middle when, when we were doing the show, I was, always, I was always on a diet. My entire life, I was always very health conscious. We never had anything fattening in my house. My parent, my mother was a very, she put me on a diet at birth. So I was always aware of the diet health industry. And I created this product called Star Caps, which was the greatest product of all times. And uh, it was a complicated product. It was $100 for a bottle of 30 uh, pills made out of garlic and papaya. It was a digestive enzyme. It took me, I mean, I knocked down every door, went through, put the product in everywhere myself and it became an overnight success. And I did that for 20 years. I had billboards all over Sunset. Here, I'll show you my billboards. Here's one of my billboards. So cool. Now, this one, I'll show you this one. This one, wait a minute. This one won the Billboard of the Year Award. I'm the, fir- I'm the first person that created this. Amazing. You know, now everybody uses it. Right. Diet right. I, was the first, I was the first person that created that that look. In <laughs> fact, the, uh, the, the Hollywood sign has its own logo, which is 
Klieg lights with the with the star off the wall. They they went crazy when they saw this. They said, "You're you can't do that. That we own that." And they said, "We." They said to the billboard company, "You have to take that down." He goes, "I'm not taking that down." <laughs> so it was, you know. So so I had 20 billboards all over Sunset for over 20 years. In fact, where I lived at the Sierra Towers, I could see my billboard from the from my apartment. So I used to have like billboard parties where we would cover the billboard where I changed it. We have balloons, orange balloons going up. Then everybody would come up to my apartment for a party. So I did that for a long time. And then one day I got a call saying that nine football teams, all these teams were they were they were doing steroids and to get rid of the steroids, they would use the star caps. So when they got caught, they blamed me. And they put me out of business. They sued me and they went up to NFL heaven. And of course, there was no way for me to get to all of them. I couldn't afford it. And I ended up having to go out of business, which was so pathetic because the product was so fabulous. So that then then what do I do? You know, there I was sort of in the middle of the whole thing. In the interim, I'd written. I was very, very involved in the diet and health industry. And I wrote this book, The Star Diet which is one of the be- be- the better books of all times. It really gives you everything that you need to know about dieting. So that was fun. And then I invented the Star Cruncher, which is my piece of exercise equipment. It's this belt. It's on Amazon Prime. So it's this belt. It's a belt that goes around your waist and it has elastic cords and you work your upper body and your lower body. You can use it for when you walk. And you can use your, when you, I lie down on the floor. If I get really lazy, sometimes I lay down on the bed and do it, put it on my legs and do my leg exercises if I don't feel like going out for a walk. So then I did that. And then, you know, in the interim, uh, Amazon Prime came in, you know, and I, we edited down my shows, which I'm still editing down because it's such a complicated process, but, but they're on now. There's almost 60 shows on Amazon Prime. And now I have my new invention, the Star Shooter. Which is so exciting. This is the Star Shooter. So this is a case for your phone and has a, has a selfie stick that comes out of the phone like this. It's available on Amazon Prime. And, and it, it oh, lights different up. different colors, too. Yeah, Nikki showed me different colors. I'll show you the colors. Let's see. And for our audio listeners, too, just tell them what colors. So it's pink, pink, pink and white, mm-hmm. blue, blue and white. So And, and, and then you go, into, you go into your phone. And you pull up your camera and you look at yourself in the, in the camera and it has a Bluetooth that you Remote. pair with your phone. Mm-hmm. So you can take a picture every second. <laughs> and that's, and then, Amazing. and it stands up. Mm-hmm. That's how I actually started to invent this. I couldn't find anything. I, you can't see it, but it stands up horizontally and vertically which is actually how I started to how I started to come up with this idea. I couldn't find anything to, to if, I, if, if my phone fell in the sink one more time. So I and every, there was there's no such thing as a there's things that you could put your phone in. Right, but it's there's not little like things that come out of the back. And there's all sorts of tchotchkes, but there wasn't anything that really stood up so that I could. And this is long before videos kicked in and everything. And now with Zooming, this is just fabulous. It's so true. I Zoom with this all the time. So it, it's it's taken me eight years because nobody could figure out how to make it. It was so complicated. But it's an all-in-one, so it stands up, it lights up, and it turns into this fabulous Zooming selfie stick. And it's now available on Amazon Prime. And I'm so fortunate because it's in the Beverly Hills Hotel. I mean, it's an honor to be in the Beverly Hills Hotel. So, so if you're 
if you want to call the Beverly Hills Hotel, you can order it from them. It comes gift wrapped in the Beverly Hills Hotel bag, and it's you know with a little card and everything. Or you can buy it on Amazon Prime. I think it's one of the great products of all times because when I first invented this, zooming was a fad. I mean, uh, uh, selfies were a fad, and now self- selfies are an intricate part of everybody's life. So true. Can and you share some of the? Can you share what? some of the statistics you were talking when we when we chatted prior, like even on your press release, like some of the statistics right. about so selfies? I was this, like, oh my god! Okay, in two thousand and twenty, this was a very low ball estimate. Three hundred and thirty-three billion selfies will be taken. Snapchat does two billion a day. Insane. And Instagram does seventy-nine million. So it's, 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 and it's an interesting, it's a very interesting market because it's not owned by anyone. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you. It's, it's like a blank canvas, you know, it's up to you to create your own show. You know, it's so, it's so amazing to me because I spend so much time. I mean, I remember when I went to Rio de Janeiro the first time I had to take 150 pieces of equipment and 11 people. Now you can just go with the star shooter and shoot the whole thing and you can edit it in your phone and you can send it and put it up on the Instagram. I mean, it's for me, it's such a, it's like instant gratification of something that you never, ever have. You know, when you shoot a movie, it takes you two, three years. When you do television shows, it takes a long time. Even though the show was on every week, I had a rush to do it. I had to edit it in the middle of the night. I mean, it was really complicated, but now with the world, I mean, with, between IGTV and all the different platforms TikTok, on Facebook and, and Instagram, exactly. and, and even look at, we're, we're Zooming now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there are horizons that have evolved from this particular facility that, that nobody would have even thought of when I came up with it. So now it's, it's it, I, I'm like, I'm at the forefront of, a, of, of technology. I mean, yes, there's a lot of different products out there. There's things for your phone, there's lights, there's tripods. But I mean, this you can get in your purse. You know, it's very light. You could take it with you wherever you go. Right there, if you somebody you have to zoom somebody, you're right there. Mm-hmm. And 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 I take and I love Instagram. I'm on Instagram, so this is on Amazon Prime. And my and my new website, uh, NikkiHaskell.com, is terrific. They put up a lot of my segments from my shows on there. It's got my recipes from the from the book. All my diet tips are on there. Plus, I do special pieces that you can only find on Instagram and, and on my Facebook page and, and on my website page. And so I'm Big Nick BH on Instagram and I'm at Nikki on Facebook. I mean, who would have ever thought in, in your lifetime that something like this would happen? I mean, children today don't even realize what we went through. You know, like you just said something now, it takes you one second. When you were using typewriters and you had to put in, if you wanted to make a duplicate of something, you had to use carbon paper. And if you made one mistake, you had to start all over again. I mean, it was a disaster. I don't know how anybody ever communicated with each other. I know, it's so true. But now because, now because of, the, of this facility to use um, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok and all these things, it's making it so much easier to communicate and create things. It's up to you to create the, the, your dream. It's so true. You know, so many people, I would think, wanted to be, make a movie or wanted to do a TV show and didn't have any connections or, or they had, they had a platform, but they had nowhere to present it. And now it, it, you can do anything you want. It's anything. amazing. Right. With YouTube, especially now too, YouTube is a huge platform for people. YouTube, well, YouTube 
which is owned by Google, are the two largest platforms in the world because uh, YouTube goes everywhere. I have lots of things on YouTube. I mean, I have a lot of segments from the Nick. Because you've done so much. I'm just so fascinated by this. So like, tell me like a day in the life of you, right? So like like, you wake up, like, are you a coffee woman? Like, tell me all the things. I get up up very early, like 5.30 in the morning. Um, I've never had a cup of coffee in my life. Really? No way. No, I, I can't stand the smell of it and I can't stand the look of it. If it were like shocking pink or something or a, a pretty color, I might like it. But to me, it looks ugh. so I've never. I, so I get up about three days a week. I make my, myself fresh orange juice and have a hard boiled egg. My day is so complicated. I can't even tell you the things that I do and the places I go to. And the, it's an adventure being me. I love it. I must say, because I get up every morning, put on all my makeup and get ready for the day. Because, you know, you never know who you're going to run into. And I never want to be caught without makeup on. (laughs) You know, I was in quarantine for I I went down for a week to Palm Springs. I was there for 17 weeks. I was at Leonardo DiCaprio's house with my friend Clive Davis. And it was really a phenomenal experience. But I got up every morning, put on my makeup, you know, and we exercised every morning. Uh, my assistant, Sela works me out when he can because we just get so busy over here. Because now with the Star Shooter going up uh, on uh, um, on Amazon Prime and getting everything done for that. So I'm working on that. Plus, there's always 10 or then are also serializing the story of my life into a television series. It's called, it doesn't have a name yet, but I had written a screenplay. So it's adapted from my screenplay, which is called Overdressed When Naked. <laughs> with these names here they're awesome well, i come up with everything but I love that it. came because everybody always says to me you know come over tonight and just be casual i said i'm overdressed when i'm naked i mean i don't even have anything to be casual in. it you know it's just not who i am so i mean I, I feel much more comfortable wearing a ball gown than wearing a pair of blue jeans i get that i get that that's you awesome know, i think i my mother always told me you feel better when you do better when you're dressed up mm-hmm. i agree with that statement definitely I don't even own a sweatsuit. Really? No. Isn't that terrible? No, not at all. I mean, you got to take up too much room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I I mean, I have exercise clothes, but I don't have sweat clothes, you know. That's okay. But but it's a so it's it's a full day from morning to night. Plus, I usually go to lunch. And now that we're in the Beverly Hills Hotel, which is I, I mean, it's like it's like a dream come true because I go to the Beverly Hills Hotel. I've been going there since 19, like 56. So it's like my home away from home. When I, before cell phones, when people couldn't find me, they would just call the hotel looking for me. Are you? That's amazing. That's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few restaurants like that. There was one restaurant called Elaine's in New York. I'm familiar with that place. That I used to go to all the time. They used to they say, "Oh, there's a call for you, Nikki." You know, somebody calling me from Paris. Like, why are you calling me here? That's hysterical. So, but the day the day is my days are fun. Um, I end up with, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but you see that I do something different every day and go something. I really try to get the most out of a day. So I usually, well, now that Selah and I are working so closely on, on this project, I don't go out for lunch as much as I used to. I used to go out for lunch every day and dinner every night. I, I hate staying home. To me, staying home is like a punishment. My mother used to say, you never meet anybody dancing in the closet. So why <laughs> waste your time? No, that's a great point. That's so funny. So I like to get up, get dressed, get going. You never know what the day is going to bring. So like today, I'm after, I've am i been up since like six already. We had to deal with a lot of things this morning. 
I'm pack. I'm going back to New York for the first time. I don't know what that's going to be like. It's so quiet. I went recently. It's really quiet. I'm I'm really not really not looking forward to it, but. Hey, whatever. You got to travel. You got to. Well, I, I I also live in New York. So I live between New York and Los Angeles. And I haven't been back to New York since last December. Time flies, I mean, man, right? That's, that's everybody's life. That's is crazy. I, I don't. Let's say, God forbid, we had had this whole situation with this you know, pandemic and we didn't have the Internet. What would people they would have really killed each other? So true. It is so true. Okay, so I want to talk about fun facts about you because I read your I read your answers and I was like, we need to talk about this. Okay. But before we play, we before we get into that, um, can you share with everybody how they can, you know, again get a Star Shooters, get any products, and also follow you on social media? So the Star Shooter is on Amazon Prime, and uh, so is the Star Cruncher, and and at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I think the book is on Amazon Prime I think too. It is too. I've saw I've seen it. And. Uh, Follow, how they follow you on social media and your website. So I'm my website is nickihaskell.com. I'm at big nick b i g n i k b h on Instagram and at Nikki Haskell on Facebook. I love your Instagram name, by the way. My Instagram. I can't tell you how many people love it. I mean, I do a lot on there. I I'm not a Kardashian, but I I'm out there. You're in your own special area Mickey. you are one of a kind it is awesome I, I love well, because, because I did the show for so many years I mean I just love shoot, being able to shoot everything and take pictures of everything and post things and I'm with so many interesting people I only wish that I had had it during Studio 54 can you imagine I know. oh my god oh my god it, Crazy. So it wasn't meant to be then though it was meant to be now right that's what I always say so right but then I, I mean I had the show so that was like a forerunner I guess to the whole right. thing right so that worked out great Everything's worked out great. And during these terrible times that we've had, I have really accomplished a lot. You cannot get, you cannot let the day get the best of you. I get up every morning and I have a little conversation with myself. I go, today's going to be great. I sort of run through the day, the things that I know that I have to do. And I thank God every morning for being here and being safe and being healthy and, and, and being, you know, virtually happy. If that wasn't inspiring enough, like Nikki is just one amazing woman to know. You definitely need to follow her on all her social media platforms, NikkiHaskell.com, Big Nick BH on Instagram. You can check out Star Shooters and all of her products on Amazon. And also she has her Star Shooters now at the Beverly Hills Hotel. So Nikki, you are amazing. Thank you so much for making the time today and stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.